Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, queens, and happy Thanksgiving to you all. Yes, this is a week in the U.S. of A. that we celebrate as a Thanksgiving time to show our gratitude, time to celebrate the harvest, right? And it's time that we uh, just continue to spread the love. This is something we should be doing all year long. But, of course, this is the week that we celebrate Thanksgiving. And so, again, how thankful am I that all of you are my listeners on the radio show. Many of you are members at Women About Biz. And I just want to let you know how grateful and how thankful I am for you. Let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning. Oh, yes, Lord, for we know that there are many that did not. Father, we thank you for allowing us to have yet another day to accomplish our business dreams and goals. And, oh, Lord, bless us as we pursue being queens of our empires, queens of action, and queens of leadership. Let us not procrastinate on our business goals and tasks, but Father, allow us to be steadfast, unmovable, and unshakable. Lord, we ask for a special blessing over all of those women that might be struggling at this time with debt, feeling alone, isolated, and just not sure, Lord, which way to turn. Let them know that they are not alone, Lord. Give them that inner peace and that inner strength, Lord. Send the angels to them, Lord. Send us to them, Lord. And send the resources to them that can help. We thank you for all of the blessings, Lord. And as we observe Thanksgiving in our country, Lord, we want to first and foremost, Lord, thank you. We thank you, Father, for all that you have done and for all that you will be doing, Lord. And Father, thank you so much for Successful Woman Radio and all of my listeners. I love them so. And Lord, thank you so much for just continuing to keep give me an open mind and ready recollection of words and resources to share that they may start or grow their business. Father, we ask for all of these things in prayer in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Again, I want to welcome all of you to the Successful Woman Radio Show so very glad that you are here with me today, and so very glad that I know many of you might be off if you're working a full-time um, job, and, you, and you've got many things to do. Many of you have family and relatives in town, and yet you have chosen to give this time to the Successful Woman Radio Show, so I don't take it lightly. I'm very, very excited, and I am grateful. Today, our theme for the show is seven ways that you can show gratitude. You know, gratitude Gratitude is something that we practice or should be practicing all year long. It's important to let our customers, our clients, and people in our lives, let them know how much we love them, how much we thank them, and how much we truly appreciate them. So today I'm going to be sharing with you seven ways that you can, you know, show appreciation to your clients and your customers. And this is not only just during Thanksgiving time, but it's something that should be done through the year. And trust me, gratitude is all a part of your success path. 
when you can look past yourself and show gratitude and show other people how much you appreciate who they are and for giving you business, it goes a long way. Keep in mind that if we truly understand the 80-20 principle, 80% of our business comes from 20% of our customers and clients, then you'll understand why gratitude is is really something that should be mandatory. It should be a natural part of who you are as the CEO of your business. Why? Well, it's because our customers and our clients, they are doing business with us for some reason, for whatever it is. It could be they like the way you're treating them. It could be that they like the service and the quality of the service or they like your product. Whatever the reason, whatever they like about you uh, and your business and what, what they are receiving, they are often more times than none more than happy to share that with other people, right? And that is a part of that 80-20 rule. When customers and clients are happy with what they are getting, they are more than happy to share all of that information. What? Okay. This is a real problem here. I am listening in, trying to make sure that everyone can hear me. We had technical difficulties last week, and we very well may be having technical difficulties today. So please um, stand by as we double-check to make sure. Okay, so we have double-checked to make sure that the actual show is uh, showing live, and one of the reasons we didn't know whether we were live or not was simply because we don't see our phone number dial-in that we normally see. We don't see it on the switchboard. So again, uh, you know, sometimes companies make changes, and they don't let its um its subscribers know. So thank you to those of you who text me to say that you can hear me uh, loud and clear. So again, we'll be sharing seven ways you can um, show gratitude to your customers, and we'll be uh, discussing throughout the rest of this month the topic of gratitude as well. I've got a surprise for you guys. Yep, I've got my holiday punch recipe all lined up and ready for you. Uh, so definitely uh, go, make sure that you get a pen and notepad. You're going to want this punch. It is, uh, to say the least, it's quite addicting because it's so delicious. And so definitely you're going to want to take this punch recipe down, um, if, especially if you have guests coming and you want something good to drink, non-alcoholic. This is a great recipe, so I'll be sharing that with you later on, too, so that you can enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday punch recipe. Um, I want to go ahead right now and say a big thank you to all of those who attended the open office. We had a great time, and several of our members are experiencing their aha moments and some breakthroughs on understanding goal setting and why goal setting is so important. Many have shared with me that um, they were actually able to accomplish 
uh, some tasks that they have been working on for a long time, that they have been able to accomplish that. And even a couple of people uh, were able to create their landing pages for uh, some of their holiday campaigns. So again, I think that is absolutely phenomenal uh, that they were able to do that. So again, a big shout out. Listen up, Queens, if you haven't become part of the goal-setting program uh, for the rest of this year, if you'll remember whether you are a, you have a free uh, Bronze Crown Club membership or uh, you're one of our silver members, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets to participate in the goal-setting program for the rest of this year, and so definitely you want to take advantage of it. We are already finished with the December Goals Planner, so that is actually going to be going up very early, so we'll be sending out emails to all of our goal-setting participants for that. And then uh, we also have a special seminar coming up in December that's all about developing your strategy for first quarter 2024. I don't know if you guys are feeling this, but I feel such a rush and a push as this new year is coming in quickly, right? And so many things to do before the new year comes. And so again, I want to remind everyone that now is not the time for you to say, it's almost at the end of the year, so I might as well wait until the new year to get started with the business and do some of those things. This is just not the time to do that, okay? Time for you to say, hey, the new year is coming and I want to be as prepared as I possibly can be. Therefore, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make sure that I have at least my first quarter of 2024 prepared. I'm going to, I want to start the year out being the queen of action. And how do you do that? Well, get this, you know, all of us as CEOs of our businesses, many of us are solopreneurs. A lot of the times you're, you're wearing different hats, you're playing different roles, but this part of planning is really a part of the management side the behind-the-scenes side where it's important to make sure that everything is running smoothly. So whether that is you need to really work on automation, you need to work on making sure that your emails are automated, uh, whether it is to really just decide on what needs to be going on uh, in January of 2024 for your business, whatever it might be, it's important for you to take action on it as soon as possible. If you didn't download it already, download the November Goals Planner because I do give you a really great, um, I give you a really good mock-up of a, of a schedule that you can follow for the November holiday, but you can turn right back around and be able to use that same type of schedule for December as well. Remember, when you don't have a strategy going into 2024, you're pretty much going to get much of the same that you got in 2023. So if your business was growing, you saw money coming in, then you want to look at ways to enhance your business and set your sales goals so that you can grow further. If you 
didn't make as much funds as you needed to. Now is not the time to beat yourself up about it. Now is the time to gear up and become that queen of action, you know, become that queen of leadership and, and just look at what needs to happen in your business. What do you want to experience starting out in January 2024, which is so very, very important. So again, make sure you visit our member portal. If you're already a member, you can just log in, and that URL address is member.womenaboutbiz.net. Again, member.womenaboutbiz.net, and you will be able to go in there, log in, and, and be part of that goal-setting uh, program that I think is going to help everyone for the long run, right? Because goal-setting is not something that you just do at the beginning of the year. It's not something that you just do sometimes, but it should be an integrated habit in your business life, okay? And when you don't have it there, you'll, oh, you will definitely notice it. I want to go right to the five questions of business leadership. If you'll remember these are five questions that you can ask of yourself as often as you need to. If you need to see a copy of these five questions, they are definitely located in um, the members portal. All you need to do is log in and in the left-hand column, scroll all the way down for podcast and then select resources. And you will see the five questions uh, of business right there for you to copy and paste in a document and save. Now, as you may know, every year we come up with a whole new set of questions at the top of the year, and then we work on those questions and ask those questions of ourselves as often as necessary to help us hone in on our business growth and, and become better at being the CEOs of our business. So again, make sure that you Take your notes and, and ask yourself and really, really use those five questions of business leadership. Question number one in, this, in this, these particular questions is legal structure and setup on setting your foundation. You know, have I set my business foundation? And, of course, I have a tendency to ask that question Every time I do a new coaching session with someone, I want to make sure that their foundation is set up because I realize it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to consult or coach someone on one part of their business when their foundation isn't set up because it could fall, right? And so in the business foundation side of things, you should really make sure that you have a legal structure and set up. For many businesses, the LLC structure will do just fine. Make sure that you have your tax EIN. That's very important. Why? Because a corporation is its own entity, right? And this is the time that you want to start learning about business credit and keeping your personal credit and business credit separate. And so the first lesson that you will learn in setting up your business credit is that it's mandatory. You've got to be incorporated so that you are that individual entity, right? And then you also need to really, as the CEO of your business and setting your foundation, really master strategic planning, right? Strategic planning is very, very important because it helps you to pinpoint on your objectives and what it is that you want to experience within a certain time frame. But it goes further than that. Not only do you identify those core areas that you want to accomplish, but you also develop a strategy, a blueprint for how you're going to get there, okay? 
and then also in developing your foundation is the power team. If you haven't already, you have to ask yourself, have I developed my power team outline? And really what that is is you you getting in your quiet place and sitting down and just asking yourself, you know, what are the different professionals that I could use in my business, even if it's not full or part-time, even if it's intermittent or from time to time, who are those individual professionals that I need in my business? You list them out, and then you go about finding out who the individuals can be for you. You can ask your business associates for referrals. You can do some research on the internet. You you know, the big thing is, is that you can't wait till the last moment and need a particular professional resource and think that you're going to easily be able to find it and be comfortable with it. You have to do all of this ahead of time. And then still continuing on with things you need to be doing to set that foundation is automated marketing, right? You have to ask yourself, have I automated my business marketing? Now, here's what I can say, you know, just kind of surveying my members and various people that I've talked to, the majority are letting me know that they have not automated their marketing. So this is one area that I see that we need to slow down at, at Women About Biz, and really provide members with some good uh, webinars and resources on how to properly automate marketing. Uh, but, you know, in, in a society that we live in today, technology is more advanced than ever. We really need to be taking advantage of the automation process, especially when it comes to communicating with our customers, our clients, um, our prospects, people that we're, gener- you know, we generate leads, but we never get back with them. All of these things can be remedied by automating your marketing. So we definitely have to do that. So if you haven't, haven't automated, that's something that you need to be putting on your list. Um, And then last but not least, you have to ask yourself, am I prepared to receive the money? Because you can do so many things in your business and feel that you're prepared, but if at the end of the day you're not prepared to receive the money, then that piece is still missing and needs to be put in place. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about your business checking account. I'm talking about your bookkeeping system. I'm talking about your merchant account. I'm talking about your cash flow. All of these things need to be put in order and and need to be a part of your foundation. So again, as you can see, setting up your, your business foundation is quite lengthy. It can take some time, but the beautiful thing is that when you set your business foundation, you will know it because things run a lot smoother in your business. Now let's move on to uh, looking at other things that we need to be doing in the five questions of business leadership. Here's question number two. What are my top three business goals this month? If you'll remember in the goal setting program, it's recommended that we only focus on three business goals. And the only time that we should go past that is if we have other individuals that we're going to delegate a goal to they are going to work through the goal for you, okay? Otherwise, you've got to stick with three business goals. And if you're saying, well, I have a lot more goals than that, of course you do, right? Because if you look at how you plan your business for the year on a 12-month basis, 
you know, you've got three goals times 12 months. That's 36 goals that you need to be working on uh, at some point in time throughout the year. And of course, what happens is you break those goals down by month. And then usually during the month, you have four weeks. You may have five weeks, three times a year, um, but normally it's four weeks. And what you're going to do is three of the weeks, you're working on one goal each week accomplishing that goal. And that last week, you're tidying up everything and um, following up and making sure that that goal is completed by the end of that week. And so again, three business goals is it's fair. It's, it's, a, it's a number that I think most business women can handle. And again, you aren't going to feel comfortable with this goal setting process until you make it a habit. And in order to make it a habit, you've got to take continual action on it all the time. Question number three in the five questions of business leadership is, you know, now that I have created my, my power team outline, do I actually have a power team of people in place? Meaning, you know, can I just at the tap of a finger pull up different professionals that I already have logged in my phone. Um, and they know who I am. I vetted them and the power team is definitely in place. If not, this is something that you need to work on. Question number four, am I being consistent with marketing and communication? Well, guess what? In question number one and setting that foundation, automating your marketing is a part of the foundation, right? Well, the key here is, that in order for you to be consistent with marketing and communication needs to be something that you've already planned out. Maybe you have a content calendar. Um, maybe you already know, you know, the marketing strategies that you're going to use. But then you have to go back and look at how can you use automation as part of your marketing communication. As a matter of fact, it's the automation piece that's going to help you be more consistent. And last but not least in the five questions of business leadership is number five, on a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level, okay? Now, I have had some members to tell me they feel very uncomfortable uh, with this question on themselves. And um, I can understand that because when you have to hold yourself accountable, when you have to ask yourself a very serious question about what your belief level is, um, then you're getting to the core. You're working underneath the surface of who you are. And uh, sometimes it's just very difficult for a lot of businesswomen to be honest and truthful about it because they don't want to know the truth. But I tell you, the truth will set you free and it will help you to craft and improve on your belief level to such an extent that it liberates you, right? So what is this belief level? What is it all about? Okay, well, what I ask in the question and suggest that you ask yourself is on a scale of one to 10, with one being the very lowest and 10 being the highest, you know, can you kind of pinpoint what your belief level is? I'm trying to give you some type of measurement because when we can measure, it allows us to improve upon it, right? And so that's what that is. Now, I am not judging you, right? It's you that and you're not judging yourself really you're evaluating yourself so that you can figure out what needs improvement 
Now, your belief level, of course, is tied directly into your actions. And I have had a lot of people to challenge me on this, but I wholeheartedly believe in it. Why? Because I'm living it. And that is your belief level is tied directly into your actions. When you notice yourself procrastinating, when you notice yourself allowing um, tasks and goals to go on and on and on for weeks, months, and years, um, when you notice that different things hit your mind that you should be working on, but you don't work on them, there is definitely a reason for it. And maybe you've never thought about the fact that it's prob- it could be worked, your belief level could be the problem, that maybe it's not that you don't believe, but maybe the right kind of belief is just not there and in place for you to take the kind of actions you need to on your business, right, or on those goals. What is the type of belief that you need? I talk about it all the time, right? I don't think I'll ever stop talking about this. And that is the belief level is unshakable faith, right? And again, unshakable faith is that level of belief so deeply rooted in you that it compels you to take swift and immediate action. You know, there was a question that I've asked a couple of times on the show, and I even had some people to come on live to talk about what they would do. But the question was is that if the bank, your bank, called you and told you that they had received word from some attorney that they wanted to deposit a million dollars into your account, But before they can actually do that, you have to go to the bank and validate who you are, and the bank also wants to see some documents, okay? So they ask you to come down. They ask you to, you know, even though you have a checking account, they ask you to bring your birth certificate. They ask you to bring your Social Security card. They ask you to bring multiple things because this is going to be quite a bit of money um, that is going to be deposited into your account, you know? And so you're listening and you're you're like, okay, well, who's leaving me this money? And the bank is like, well, the, the attorney is coming down and they want to verify this before the money goes into your account. So we need you here within the hour, right? And you're looking at yourself and you, you know, this was the one night you didn't roll up your hair or properly prepare your hair. So your hair is all over the place. You know, you don't know what you're going to put on. You're, you're, you're just discombobulated as they say, right? But I'm here to tell you, you all know I'm telling the truth on this. If it's regarding that money, even if you have to put on a raincoat over your pajamas, you're going to go down there and verify this, right? You're going to, even if you can't even find your your, um, birth certificate, you're going to figure this thing out that thing out and you're going to, but whether you have all the documents in, that you need, you're going to take some documents, you're going to go down there to that bank and meet, meet that attorney and make sure you let them know you are indeed the individual and find out what it's all about. Why? Why? Because you believe what the bank is saying, right? The bank is, a, you know, the bank in your mind is, is validated. The bank in your mind would never call you saying such a thing as if it wasn't true. So you're going to, you're you're going to believe it. And because it's, it's a large sum of money and there's so many things that you could do with that million dollars, oh, you better believe you're, you're heading down there, right? You are headed there. You know, that's the kind of belief you have to have even on the small things. 
right? Even on the small things, that's the kind of belief you have to have for your business. Even when the money is not yet there, you have to be able to see the money. You have to be able to believe that the money is going to be there. And that kind of belief is the unshakable faith. Why? It's because you can see it, but you cannot yet touch it. But you believe in it in such a way that you're going to take swift and immediate action on whatever you need to to make sure that your goals and your tasks are completed so that you can at some point hold in your hands or truly experience what you've been wanting. So with that said, this is why belief is such a huge part of your success. Because your success is rooted in who you are. Your success is rooted within your belief, and within you is God. He has given you the things that you need to believe in yourself. He's giving you the things that you need to to rule over your own empire, to create your goals, to create those tasks, to take action on them, and to write it down and make it plain so that you can manifest these things that you want in your life. So this is why it's so important for us to stay in touch with ourselves and to truly understand why we must constantly measure and ask ourselves if our belief level is where it's supposed to be. Now, again, we can automatically know that by the actions that we're taking and seeing progress in our goals and our in our tasks. That's why they are so important. So I want to encourage you uh, that as you go about looking at what you want to happen for 2024 and the rest of this year, you should know that belief and goal setting is everything, right? Everything, because without those two things, it's very, very difficult accomplishments to create and, and make sure that things are being done in your business. And so, again, take that to heart and work with it. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host and your business success coach. I'm so glad that you are here today with me, and I, I want to thank all of you. So many of you have dialed in today to the show, and I am just so thankful for all of you. At this time, I want to go right into talking a little bit about preparing your mind for greatness, right, and how important that is. You know, I talk about how important it is just when you open your eyes, just sit up. Don't even go brush your teeth or wash your face. Just sit Take a deep breath and just say hello to the Lord and thank God for allowing you to wake up. Show your gratitude to God and let him know what you're thankful for. Thank him for all of the things in your business and in your personal life, in your family. You know, um, you know, definitely go and petition to him in prayer, blessings to others. And then, of course, if you want to, you can meditate for a while. Uh, and, and, you know, this is just such a beautiful part. Why is that? It's because you are preparing your subconscious mind to receive nothing but goodness for the day, right? That's when you want to also repeat custom affirmations um, so that you 
can encourage and inspire your own self and tap into your own personal power. So remember, as you prepare your mind for greatness, nothing is more powerful than God's power within you. So when you tap into your own personal power that God has given you, incredible things happen throughout your day. Even when you have challenges and obstacles in your way, you are better equipped to handle them. You, you won't handle them the same way. It's when we don't prepare our minds for greatness that when challenges and obstacles come our way, we are not equipped. We are not prepared, right? Preparing your mind for greatness keeps you in a state of presence. It keeps you in a state of mind. And sometimes I prepare my mind for greatness throughout the day. Uh, when, I'm hand, when I'm faced with tough challenges, uh, it is often every hour, <laughs> okay? So, again, this, this, this process, this exercise is something that can really, really help you along the way as you are looking to accomplish things in your life and in your business. So don't forget that. I want to leave you with this scripture that I talked about last Monday as well, and that is Philippians 4, 6 through 8. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God And this is the part I want you guys to pay attention to. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is worthy of praise, think about these things. You know, I love the love the part that says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. You see, that's what preparing your mind for greatness is all about. It is about the fact that you are getting ready to allow God, and it's really not even allowing God, but you're petitioning to God to guard your heart, guard your mind through Christ Jesus, and that is why you are able to handle challenges and obstacles that come in your way because when you've prepared your mind, God has got your back. He's going to guard your heart. He's going to guard your mind and protect you. So very, very important. And so that's all a part of tapping into your personal power. God lives within you through the Holy Spirit. He has already installed that power within you to accomplish anything that you want in life. And so when you're the first to tap into that personal power, when you prepare your mind for greatness, oh my, you're going to start noticing just some incredible things happening. You're going to have great testimony for God. Beautiful that through taking action. It's when we don't take action that our belief begins to decrease. And often, this is something that should be going on daily and as often as you need to, to embed positive habits in 
your subconscious mind. It's 1235 after the hour. Don't hang up. Don't click off because we are talking about gratitude, talking about making things happen in your life and your business, talking about belief and preparing your mind for greatness. Well, here we are, Thanksgiving week, and um, many of you are preparing. Some of you might be saying, hopefully Queen Trina will hurry up. I've got to go to the grocery store, right? (laughs) But this is Thanksgiving week, and so much is going on. I love the holiday. It is time of year that people are be willing to be going on all year. People are it seems to be in a in a better attitude, in a better mind space. They're more willing to be pretty, right? They're more willing to express love. And so this is the time of year that I absolutely love. People are willing to express love and think about Jesus Christ. And I, I absolutely adore that. So as you prepare for the holiday season, try not to stress yourself out. Try to carve out a little bit of your time for some joy pampering, you know, that little something that you do for yourself. Girl, even if you just put a brownie in your mouth, a little piece of pound cake. If my, if my dear friend Elise listens, she knows how good some pound cake and a cup of coffee is, right? Sis Daphne knows that too. But do something to bring some joy to yourself. As you move around, getting yourself prepared for the holiday. One of the things I want to share with you all is my favorite holiday punch recipe. So go ahead, get your pen and your notepad out because I want to share this recipe with you. And also on the same about the box. Okay. Now, this punch is so good, y'all. You can make a, a whole batch of it, and your family members are going to keep coming back and back and back, and you're going to have people saying, what is, is this stuff? You know, because it's just good, okay? So here it is, my all famous holiday punch recipe, okay? Here are the ingredients. Ingredients are very simple, but you guys follow direction. Don't go off to generic items. When I tell you what to get, get, get it. So you're going to take one can of whole pineapple juice. I've tried other pineapple juices. It just doesn't taste the same. One can of frozen cranberry juice, preferably open spray if you can't. If you can't find that, then the, it's okay to get uh, a type of brand of frozen cranberry juice. But one can of frozen cranberry juice. If you can't find cran- frozen cranberry juice in the grocery store, go ahead and get the ocean spray, either the cran cherry or the regular cranberry juice. But the ocean spray, the other cranberry juice on the can and bottle aisle doesn't taste the same, okay? So I'm kind of giving you some alternatives. You need one liter of Schweitz ginger ale, okay? Guys, do not buy burners because burners have too much ginger in it for this recipe, okay? So you need one liter of swipes. Why did I say swipes? Because swipes happens to be one of the stronger ginger ales. You can also use Canada Dry if you don't have swipes. Canada Dry, I think it works too, okay? And then you need a fourth cup of agave nectar or simple syrup. One or the other. Cup, fourth cup, 
agave nectar or simple syrup. And then you need a half bag of ice. Optional is one can of fruit cocktail with the syrup. Okay? So I've given you guys the ingredients. One can of dull pineapple juice, one can of frozen cranberry juice, one liter of swipes or Canada dry ginger ale, four cup of here are the directions. In a large punch bowl, place your ice and then add thawed cranberry juice. Then your pineapple juice and start stirring and blend well. Next, add your fourth cup of agave nectar or simple syrup, or if you don't have some syrup, take some sugar, put some hot water in it, stir it liquid and then put in and then stir briskly and add your fruit cocktail with syrup. Now the fruit cocktail is optional. Once you stirred it all up, add your ginger ale until the punch bowl is full. And that's it. Just stir it up and you are ready to roll. One last thing, lessons learned. If you have those big plastic cups that for Thanksgiving, fair warning, because they're going to be filling up those plastic cups, and that juice is going to go fast. So the thing of it is, is that you may want to have enough. If you're having family over, you may you'll know that this punch goes over very, very well uh, with the fam. So, so definitely make that holiday punch. You're really, really going to enjoy it. So now that we've talked about that holiday punch recipe, I'm going to move on into seven ways you can show your gratitude within your business, okay? Very, very important. Very key, something we should be doing all year long, but we especially want to be mindful of it during this Thanksgiving season. Now, we can all agree that customers and clients are at the center of our business, right? They really are the driving force that keeps our small businesses going. Therefore, this means that they should be handled with the utmost of care. So building and maintaining strong relationships with your clients, your customers, well, frankly, it's crucial for long-term success. So one often underestimated yet powerful tool in achieving this expression of gratitude, right, one one thing that we all miss is acknowledging appreciating clients along the way. It's a stronger connection, false loyalty, a, a positive cycle that benefits both of you. So it's a win-win situation. Gratitude works both ways. So how can gratitude impact your life and your business? Well, I'll just share these seven ways of gratitude with you. Number one, Gratitude impacts your life through cultivating positive relationships. When you express gratitude, it's more than just a courteous gesture. It's, a, it's an aspect of human interaction. By taking the time just to thank somebody, you are acknowledging the value they bring to your life and to your business. This alone creates a positive relationship, Right. So enhanced customer experience. Gratitude is a key element in enhancing overall uh, customer experience. When customers often complain, usually it has to do hands down with customer service or a lack of communication. This is why when customers feel valued, they are more likely to have a positive perception of your, right? Now, 
also because in our saturated with so many choices, not everyone, I would say the majority, are not even expressing gratitude. So you set your business apart and clients are more likely to remember and return to your business. They're the extra mile. Just think about it. How often is it that you want a particular product, but the store you want to go get it from really is further away from your home? But the store that's closest to you, you're not necessarily happy with their customer service or the way they are treated or the way that you manage or maintain their store. So you are willing then to drive 20 or 30 minutes out of your way to go to that other store to get that product that you want. You see, what that is is good customer service. It's really, really showing you. That one example, when you do that, it's really showing you how important it is to make your customers or your clients feel wanted, to make them feel good, and to give them a, a wonderful experience with your service or is your product. Right? It's different your business. Um, and then gratitude builds trust and credibility as well. We talked about that, how important that is. It'll build trust. And we know that the type of trust we are looking to have with our customers and our clients is called familiar trust. Write that down because that's very important. Familiar trust means, you know, this person doesn't have to be your best friend. They don't have to know you personally. But they are familiar with the quality of work that you put out. They're familiar with the quality social media pieces. They're familiar with the value that they get emails with you always giving them something. Um, they're familiar with your suggestions, your ideas, your expertise. Therefore, they have what's called familiar trust with you, okay? Trustworthy businesses are often seen as more creating positive reputation in the marketplace, and this is key. Gratitude also encourages loyalty and repeat business. Now, so now that I've told you the benefits of really practicing gratitude within your business, let's look at the ways that you can actually do this, okay? So that people send out thank you notes anymore, right? But when you do get thank you notes, it makes you smile, and it feels wonderful when a person has handwritten the note, right? The next exclusive discounts and offers, right? For individuals that are your current customers and clients, you can offer them exclusive things that you don't offer to everyone else and showing your thanks. Maybe you only give a 10 or 15% discount to your customers. You might give up to 50% discount just to say thank you, right? So exclusivity is very important. It makes people feel Great. Um, we can take a look at this at some of the top-end stores like like Macy's and Dillard's, Walmart, um, and other other top stores. Many of them have special shopping hours this holiday season just for valued customers who have credit cards with them. Okay, they open their stores just for valued customers, and so. Especially at Neiman Marcus, all of those stores have special store shopping hours or special discounts if you are a cardholder. They're just showing you their gratitude, right? What about customer appreciation then? 
<coughs> That's very important as well. You can host events specifically to appreciate your customers. This could be a small networking event. This could be a holiday dinner. Um, it could be a gratitude dinner or a lunch. You know, you can provide anywhere from refreshments to gift baskets, small tokens of appreciation, or full-blown-out dinner reception, right? It's up to you. Of course, social media shout-outs. You know, again, utilize social media platforms to publicly express gratitude to your clients and tag them and post. You you can be proud of the accomplishments and let your other customers and the general public know about them through through a wonderful graphic meme that you had worked up. most business industries, the expression of gratitude towards clients and customers in social media is a powerful strategy for building and maintaining strong relationships. You know, by cultivating positive interactions, your customers are going to really appreciate it, right? You know, I attended a membership mastermind, and one of the things that I learned in the membership mastermind was that you can retain your members more when you show gratitude and appreciation for them, right? And I I learned what they were saying because I've always been one to show my gratitude, even when other coaches told me you give too much to your members or you give too much to your clients, you give away too many things. But I really think over the, the decades, those have been the things that keep and help me retain um, members within Women About Biz. I've got people who are members for the last 20 years. Um, and again, I think it helps me retain those members and keep those familiar relationships. So I always want to make sure I give and I always want to make sure add value, right? So very important. An example of that is the goal setting program, right? I even have why are you giving that away? And it's like, okay, you don't understand. My passion to see women seed, it sees me actually making the money from it. That's how much I care. And I need them to see and I need them to understand. I need them to experience the power of growth setting. And I don't want money to be in the way of them experiencing that. Love and my gratitude. That is why the goal setting program had was opened up all of fourth, open up all of fourth, no because I want people to experience how important goal setting is, and also my gratitude. I'm supposed to be working with this woman. So again, all of these things go a long, long way. I want you to know and understand it. Now, keep in mind, it has to be from an authentic place. Okay, so authenticity, you have to come from an authentic place, okay, because when you don't, it will backfire on you. So with everything that you give gratitude in, make sure that you're sincere with it. Make sure that the gratitude is definitely there. If you have just a small handful of clients or what have you, I can't tell you how much personal phone call will go a long way calling them and just saying hello and say, you know, I know I just wanted to thank you. I thought about you this Thanksgiving or this holiday season. I just wanted to call and thank you 
so much for being my client or for being a customer. I really, really appreciate it. You know, people remember you for these kinds of things, right? So you say to yourself, well, you know, what if I don't have any clients? What if I don't have any clients? Then utilize your prospect list or utilize, um, you know, this time to be thankful and, and give shout outs to people that you want to have a relationship with, right? You can actually do that. Out to the first quarter of 2024. What people do you want to establish a relationship or possibly collaborate on something with or someone that you'd like to have lunch with or what have you, or you'd like to get to know people so that in January, when you reach out to them again, they remember the times that you reached out to them, you know, during the holiday season. So very, very important. So there you have it, you know, uh, seven ways to express your gratitude. These are very practical ways. They're very easy. You know, if you missed out on doing it during the Thanksgiving season, it's, this week is so busy for you email, at least a gratitude email to all of your customers and your clients, you know. Uh, make sure that you do that. Uh, I just had someone to say, before you end the show, please call out the recipe. I caught the end of it. It's like, oh, no. Okay, well, I want you guys to know that I am making sure that the recipe itself is on the website. You know, if you click on blog, the recipe will be there for you. Actually, I just texted my VA asking her to move that recipe up to the front so that um, it will be on the Women About Biz uh, website, okay? So if you missed it, there it is. So I'm going to quickly go over it one more time for you. It was one can of bell pineapple juice, one can of frozen cranberry juice, one liter of white tea nectar or simple syrup, one half bag of ice, optional one can of fruit cocktail. Okay, so that was the recipe itself. Okay, so it's again, it's going to be there for you. I'm going to make sure um, that it is there in the next 15 minutes. You can go there and copy the recipe for yourself. It is at this time that I want to show you my and just say how much I love you. I want to thank all of you for supporting me about this. Uh, I want to thank Cheryl, Alicia, Ohio, and California. I want to thank uh, Yvonne Pulley. Yvonne, thank you so much for being a constant listener. Um, I want to thank Yvonne Abraham, another longtime listener. I want to thank Base Scott. I want to thank um, um, Julie Bryan. I thank her. They're listening and texting me and pray, giving me encouragement as I do the show. I want to thank all of you. I want to thank my mom. I constantly think about around this time of year for all that she put into me. I want to thank her. I want to say thank you to my, my family and, um, and just show my gratitude to everyone. But most of all, I want to thank God. I want to thank God that I do not take him for granted, that I know that he loves me, and I know that he expects great things from me. And so I am so thankful for God. I am so thankful for his son, Jesus Christ. And I'm just so thankful that I have this opportunity to live and to experience this life here on earth. And so, again, I want to thank all of you. Thank you so much for being a part of 
line to be part of Women About Biz. I want you to have a beautiful, beautiful Thanksgiving. If you try my punch recipe, girl, let me know how it turned out. I know all of your family members are going to be asking you about it. Have a very, very happy holiday week on Thanksgiving. Be blessed. Don't forget. Joy pamper yourself, that little something that brings joy into your life. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.